0: if you are working in a in a corporate world and your office doesn't have any um support for breastfeeding every woman needs to step up men might not see the importance but women need to support each other in the, in the workplace
1: My name is Dr. Bola Sogade. I'm the host of this public education podcast. Uh, Dr. Kwase Sanusi is a pediatrician, a specialist in her area, Dr. Kwase Sanusi.
0: When you're breastfeeding, you want to be comfortable. You want to have a nice place. Like I always tell moms, make a place in the house, your breastfeeding uh, place. So it's your place of peace. Have a nice couch. Have an ottoman where you put your feet up. um, Make sure that... Mom does skin to skin, so mom will take her 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 top off, and baby can take baby's clothes off, and then just kind of wrap wrap yourselves with the same blanket. And mom needs to have pillows around her that makes her comfortable, sit up reclined, and then just have the baby um, drink, breastfeed her, uh, breastfeed from her um, in a nice, comfortable, and quiet environment. If some moms want to play classical music or any kind of subtle, quiet music to help that's fine if that's what comforts you that's fine sometimes just being in a nice quiet environment helps and that way mom is bonding with the baby the baby is breastfed without any trauma or without any drama and everybody's happy so if mom is happy baby is happy dad is happy family is happy that's the goal
1: (laughs) well so that's such a beautiful picture that you painted But I want to give you two scenarios. okay? so we have a a, a resident that just had a baby and oops, it's six weeks. She has to go back to work, but she still wants to breastfeed. And the other scenario is we have a low resource woman, maybe in some place in Africa that has a business like a, a, a shop in a market. And she has to go to work and she doesn't have the luxury of time for the classical music and the pillows for the resident, her chief resident is yelling down her throat, it's time to do the next section How can they practically, uh, they want to breastfeed, but they have these busy schedules. How can they practically cope and still give their babies the best of both worlds? Well, that's the reality of life.
0: <laughs> We are all working moms, and when we were having our children, we all had to work and go back to work, especially here in the U.S. You know, unfortunately, that's how it's been, and that's how it has uh, always been. But things are changing. Now, um, a lot of um, companies are realizing that there should be a culture to support breastfeeding. In a lot of offices, they have uh, breastfeeding corners where moms who are breastfeeding can go and pump. When they're working, because when you're breast, when you're working on your breastfeeding, if you are not pumping the milk, your breast, uh, your breast milk it just makes you engorged and then you you, you get very uncomfortable. So the, for that, let's do the residents first who has to go back to work. So for the resident who has to go back to work and is in a C-section and has to be busy running up and down, she needs to take time to pause. That's the same as self-care. She needs to say, hey, at uh, OK, it's 10 o'clock now i have this i have surgery after the surgery i'm going to take a 15 minute break to pump because if she does not pump she's going to be extremely uncomfortable and over time the breast milk can dry up so you have to pump at regular intervals some people have to pump every 2 to 3 hours some people for every 4 hours is fine but as long as the baby when you get home your baby is breastfeeding at least four times a day after you get from get back from work you can still breastfeed your baby and when you pump especially when you're at work you can put it in the fridge. So when you get home, you freeze it. Breast milk is good frozen for six months. You get home, you freeze your uh, breast milk so that when your baby is going to daycare, you can send that breast milk with the baby. And that way you don't have to interrupt breastfeeding. But um, same thing as um, in a lot of communities, you even go to airports all around the world. You see little uh, um, containers for breastfeeding Moms that they can just take time to go and breastfeed their babies. But the, the thing about the woman in the marketplace, sometimes that's even better to be in the marketplace because all the market women they, they all have children. I've see, I've gone to the market. We go to the markets in Nigeria and different parts of the world. Breast, breastfeeding moms, you see them they're breastfeeding their baby without apology. They're not covering anything. And they are breastfeeding very happily. And the baby is nice and chubby and you know happy to be breastfeeding from their mom. And um that's the support that um people need that you know you're a new mom, you've had a baby. you need to just take that time out too. And if you are working in a in a corporate world and your office doesn't have any um support for breastfeeding, every woman needs to step up. Men might not see the importance, but women need to support each other in the in the workplace. We need to step up and say, hey, this this should be a breastfeeding. Uh, room for moms who want to pump or who wants to um, breastfeed their babies on a break. The baby can come from home. in In our office in Nigeria, actually, we had a crash for the for the new moms where they could bring their babies with the nannies, and then they would they would go when it's time for. Breastfeeding, they will go and breastfeed the baby. As long as not in between in the middle of rounds. We had doctors that when they finish rounds, they will just go quickly and breastfeed their baby and come back. We need that kind of support for our breastfeeding moms because it also helps with healthy children and healthy babies. So, whichever scenario you're in, we need to support each other. As, as women who are now the elders in the society, we need to advocate for the younger women to even have longer maternity leaves, which is what they've done in England. I think in England they have three months of maternity leave. But we need to be the advocates for each other because if we don't do it, we're doing it for our daughters, we're doing it for our granddaughters, we're doing it for our great-granddaughters. We need to support our our people and one another so that things get easier for moms, especially now that a lot of moms are working moms. Um, Not a lot of us are sitting at home, stay-at-home moms. So we need to support each other for that.
1: as physicians
0: in the
1: community too. Thank you so much. And I just want to add a practical caveat for the breast milk stored in the refrigerator, in the residence lounge, uh, just from a personal experience, make sure your breast milk bottle is clearly labeled with your name so that uh, the the right baby gets the right breast milk. So thank you. important. Yeah. So Dr. Sanusi, please, you are also a practicing... pediatrician and you do have a public education forum yourself so please I want you to talk to us first of all about your own uh, private practice uh, in, a, in, in, the, in the part of the world that is located what you're trying to do and also from your public education platform uh, can you tell us a little bit about this Okay. Well,
0: thank you for bringing that up. So I started Pediatrics To Go in um, October, actually September of last year. And I initially started it to be a podcast so that it could reach out to people because I had planned that I'm going to write this book to educate patients on patient care. But in the midst of me planning, I've had those plans for about 10 years and I found out that time is going And there's no education going on. And the same questions patients were asking me 30 years ago, they're still asking me today. So I'm like, if I do not get a voice out there, there's a lot of people giving information and many of them are not doctors. And a lot of the information that is going out there is not, some of it is partially correct, but it's not entirely correct. So I decided that we'll go ahead and do podcasts. But I found out that um, more people like to be in, um, they like to watch videos. And the attention span for a lot of our people, especially the young people who have babies, is very short. So we decided, I have a team of um, um, internet guys and our website um, for the company. The company is called Pediatric Partners Hospital. We've been there for 12 years, um, since 2011. So now we're going to be actually 12 years in October. But I found out that the only way to educate people is to go on social media, go where they are. So we have an Instagram um, uh, platform. We have TikTok. We have uh, YouTube, and we we're sending the messages out every week, just on simple things that patients can do for their children when they are sick, and for the common things that we see in pediatrics. We've gotten a lot of responses from all those social media platforms, and we intend to keep doing it for as long as we can. So um, thank you for bringing that up. We talk about simple things from. Um, rashes to fever to um, diarrhea to abnormal stool color. Uh, we talk about injuries, fractures. You see people that have, have had injuries, and people say they have to massage the injury. In the midst of massaging the injury, are fracturing. Or breaking the bone even more, yeah, destroying the nerves and um, blood vessels and yeah, making that injury worse. So just getting into the space where the patients are and try not to give too much information but just pertinent information that can save a life I think is um, is very important. Um, I, I'm a uh, CPR instructor with the American Heart Association and um, I, ush- I, I went into it because I wanted to teach people CPR everywhere. <laughs> but um, you cannot um, you cannot put ra- put out right information too much because there's always somebody that needs that information. And thank you, Doctor Bola, for doing this podcast because, in the same vein, you know the numbers for Nigeria. You know maternal mortality rate in Africa and some parts of the world is horrible. So that you are doing this cocoa pods is excellent, and we really appreciate it. That um, it's a voice for the. Women is a voice for children all over the world, and thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you. So, as we close, I just want to wrap up back with breastfeeding. Um, I have, you know, just a few questions. Number one, which is better, you know, breast milk or formula? And number two, can you drink alcohol, wine while breastfeeding? And number three, what are the things that would prevent, you know, from you breastfeeding a baby, like uh, tongue problems with the baby or abscesses or sore nipples for the mom? So those are the three questions. I hope you remember them.